Reagan remembers selling weapons to Iran, the first condom commercial on the BBC, and Fantasia goes on a roadshow. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Friday, November 13th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. All right, so it is National Hug a Musician Day, and it's also World Kindness Day today, and I'll talk about those, but, you know, instead of talking about those by myself, I'm going to bring Jesse from Not Your Father's Movies onto the podcast with me. Hey, Jesse. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's going well. Hey, are, are do you happen to be a musician? Uh, I dabble in guitar just a little bit, but not enough for me to ever say I am a real musician. I have been thanked on the beach before for playing Jumper, um, but that's the closest I've ever felt to being a musician. Well, you know, it is National Hug a Musician Day today, so you might just get random people hugging you if you, if you bust out that guitar. Uh, you know what? With everything that's going on right now, that sounds kind of nice. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Can you, like, it's going to be so weird to actually be able to, like, shake people's hands and hug people and <laughs> all of that. It's, <laughs> wait, what? Uh, we, we can do that again? <laughs> Someday we'll be able to do yeah. that. So it's World Kindness Day today as well. Shouldn't we just be kind every day? I mean, we're both dads, obviously. I mean, you host the, uh, uh, the Not Your Father's Movies podcast, so you're a dad. I'm a dad. It's like kindness. That, that should be every day. That's something we should teach the kids. I mean, you would think. But what I'm teaching my kids today is only for today. Am I going to be kind to you? No, I'm just kidding. There I'm we kind go. to them all the time. <laughs> a, a few podcasts ago, I had my uh, son on the show and it was uh, give money to your son day. So I had him on the show. I gave him some money. But what's happening in a couple of days here is pay back your parents day. It, mm. It's a true day. So I'm like, oh, well, that's 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 going to be all right. I'm going to get the kids on the show and get some money back from them at some point. Yeah, well. You know, every day I basically give my kids money, I feed them. So it's about time I started getting some returns on that, you know? <laughs> Man, I, you know, I should have had you on the show the other day. We did a, it was cook meals for your pets day. And yeah, that, that's an actual national day. And I, I said, basically, you know what? I cook meals for my kids so that someday they can cook for me. My dog is never going to cook for me. So why would I cook for my dog, right? <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, you don't get enough out of that. Like, yes, they'll be able to run a little faster and get the ball a little quicker, but it's not I, I don't think that's as worth it. Oh, so hey, so your your podcast, I, I've actually I've been listening to it over the last you know week or so since uh, we got in touch with each other. I love the uh, the idea. You want to tell the, the listeners kind of what the uh, idea behind the podcast is? Yeah, so not your father's movies is um, it's a podcast where three dads, uh, millennial dads, are talking about the movies that are important to them and that they want to pass on to their kids. They're not necessarily the classics. They're not necessarily the greatest movies ever. They're just the movies that are now important to us and we want our kids to see. So uh, recently we started a series on some Disney movies and their live action remakes. We've done a trilogy and that was The Lion King. Cinderella and 101 Dalmatians, both because uh, those are really important to us and we want our kids to see them. And because with all these live action remakes coming out, we kind of wanted to see how they stacked up with all these movies that were important to us. 
uh, throughout the years. I did not watch the live action of the 101 Dalmatians. I remember the cartoon. I liked that. I showed that to my kids, but I never even thought of showing the the live action. Does the live action hold up? Ooh, well, you're asking the wrong guy for this. Uh, see, I was the guy on the episode who who doesn't like it, but uh, <laughs> Vito, he's another host, and uh, he. He loved it. He because he grew up with it. He has that personal connection with it because it came out when I think he was like three or four years old and he's been watching it ever since. And, um, you know, it's a John Hughes movie. Right. So it it's kind of like any of the other John Hughes movie, like Home Alone or uh, Trains, Planes and Automobiles. That guy has a ton of classics. So it's got a lot of familiar th- themes in it and stuff. But uh, it's just a different movie entirely. It's not even about the dogs. It's about the humans. So no, like it, weird. it changed the whole story. And I, I'm a cartoon guy. I like the classics. Right. Right. Well, like Lion King. I remember when that came out and it was just such a great movie that and Aladdin and all of those movies oh, from yeah. the 90s that came out. <laughs> and now, you know, they they all are getting their live action counterparts and uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know is it just that they're out of ideas <laughs> they're recycling some <laughs> of the old ones <laughs> uh it it seems that way i was not a fan of the new lion king like i know it did well at the box office and stuff but it's just a shot for shot remake i can't even call it live action because it's still computer animated the entire right. way through right yeah yeah I, it, it's not as bad as like, you know, the, the cats. I got into about 10 minutes of that and I said, I can't take this anymore. I applaud the fact that you made it 10 minutes into that movie. I, I don't think I could get it, get through the entire trailer myself. It oh, was, man. It, it was creepy. Well, I was drinking, so that, that, <laughs> that helped. <laughs> Such a weird movie. You can see why it didn't make much money. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know whose bright idea that was, but... um. Probably you, it would have been better if you just had cat costumes like the Broadway show. Exactly. Exactly. Because the, the Broadway show. Great. I would love to see that. That would be great. Mm-hmm. This thing. Nah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a short break here. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about a movie that we all know of, but it was kind of hated when it first came out. We'll, we'll talk about that right after this. All right, and we're back. As promised, we're going to talk about 1940 and a Walt Disney classic movie that was released on this day. It was an interesting kind of release. It was a road show. It wasn't everywhere all at once. And uh, that was because Walt wanted to control certain aspects of the movie, like, for instance, the sound. Uh, Anyway, I don't want to talk just all about this myself. I'm going to bring Jesse back and talk a little bit more about this. Hey, Jesse. So Fantasia, have you guys covered that movie yet on the podcast? Not yet. Uh, I'm not sure if it's really important enough to my childhood. Maybe Fantasia 2000? Because I actually watched (laughs) that as a kid. I always thought the movie was a little weird. It didn't hold my attention at all. And even now, even rewatching just, you know, some brief clips because it's a series of short cartoons, right? And then watching Pegasus fly by, it's like, that's cool looking. I don't really want to sit down and watch more than an hour of this. Right. Right. Now, the interesting thing about it is it did sort of change Mickey, change the look of his face and his body a little bit because they needed to, when he was moving around, they wanted to show the movement. So, okay, it's it's a big movie as far as, you know, Disney goes. 
but it just didn't ever do it for me. And it, it seems like the audiences, initially, they didn't really like it either. Um, and maybe not until uh, the 60s did they like this movie. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think you need to have some substances in your body to really appreciate it. <laughs> I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think LSD was around uh, in the 1940s as much as it was in the 60s. <laughs> Definitely not so as prevalent. Of, it's interesting that so much attention was put into this movie from Walt Disney. Roy Disney, who controlled the finances over at Disney Studios, wanted to put the brakes on this as much as possible and say, why are we spending so much money on this particular movie? Because he was getting all the best classical conductors and all these musicians and all that stuff that wouldn't even be in the movie. It's interesting to see when Walt Disney misses the mark. And I feel like this movie... And there's probably people out there listening to the podcast that say, no, this movie was great. But I feel like it totally mm -hmm. missed the mark. I even read somewhere that he had wanted to make this kind of like a yearly sort of movie with different shorts every year. Man, it just really seems like he had a vision in his head. And then when it was on the screen, I, I don't think enough people really responded to it. Right. So it ultimately ended up being kind of a flop. Yeah. You know, the, the whole roadshow idea though is pretty cool the the roadshow thing it's a cool idea but you need to have wide theatrical release for people to, for across the country to all come see it right so it just seems like it was too much work for not enough payoff except as you were pointing out earlier with the mickey mouse change because mickey mouse prior to this has always looked like the steamboat willie you know turning that giant steamboat right. wheel um and now he looks like the Mickey Mouse that we know and love today. Like, I, you know, if you look up different versions of Mickey Mouse, as soon as you hit Fantasia, you recognize him immediately. There's no mistaking him for another cartoon character. That is the mouse we all know and love, and he just hasn't changed much since. Yeah, so, okay, I'll take that. Uh, this gave us a whole new Mickey Mouse, and, uh, you know, I guess it was worth it. It's not something I'm going to rush to Disney Plus to go watch, but, uh, uh, you know, We'll settle for it because we got a new Mickey Mouse out of it. Hey, you know, by the way, uh, next week is Mickey Mouse's birthday, and we'll be talking about that on the podcast as well. So listen for that. We'll have a special guest on the podcast for that one, too. Hey, I saw that you uh, talked about 101 Dalmatians on your show recently. Uh, is that one a watch? Oh, that's a watch for sure. It's, it's especially if you have kids. You can sit down and watch it with them. That's perfect. I see you guys also covered Cinderella 2015. I didn't even know that existed. At the end of the day, I, I liked it way more than the, the cartoon Cinderella. Like watching that with my daughter, it's kind of like, oh, man, I can't believe movies were this boring. And I like them. <laughs> All right. Well, so we've given people a couple of movies to to go check out since we're telling. I feel like, you know, hey, we're saying don't watch, you know, Fantasia. Go watch something else. Sure. So now we, we've given them a couple of movies to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you hang on with me here on this next story. So I actually got two. So in 1979, Ronald Reagan announced that he would be a candidate for president in 1980. And uh, he, of course, went on to win that election in 1986 on this day. He admitted that he did some sales of weapons to Iran. And, you know, I think about all of the kind of weird and crazy things that presidents have done over the years. Selling weapons, okay. Forgot about it? Like, oh, okay. Sure you did. That caused me to look into some of the crazy things that presidents have done. And, you know, I was thinking, Jesse, uh, I'm going to tell you some of these things. 
But you tell me if this is actually something that a president did or not. How about that? All right, let's do it. A little trivia game here. Okay, so Lyndon B. Johnson wanted to just continue to do some meetings, but he also had to go to the bathroom. So he would just do the meetings on the toilet. Did did that actually happen? I think that did. It did actually happen. Yeah. He would just do his meetings with the door open while he's sitting on the toilet. He would just continue taking care of business, I guess you'd say. Yeah. All right. You know what? Since I'm on LBJ, we'll we'll do this one as well. So LBJ urinated on the limousine. Oh, honestly, just from the stories that I've heard, I'm just going to say true. Oh, yes. Well, actually close. He didn't actually do it on the limousine, but he did do it in the parking lot right next to the limousine. Like, what is with this guy? Honestly, like, what's the difference at that point? Exactly. Oh, my God. All right. How about this one? Ronald Reagan saw a UFO. Again, I think I've heard this one and I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, he actually uh, did see an alien or a UFO. Uh, He saw one in Bakersfield, California, and also... Jimmy Carter saw one. He saw one in Georgia. So a couple of presidents seeing some UFOs. I'm looking at this list. In here, uh, it says that Bill Clinton actually lost the nuclear codes. Where did they go? I don't know. Uh, He needs one of those little, you know, the little keychain finder things from the 90s, maybe. I'll throw a link to where I found this. I found this on on a website called Best Life. You'll be shocked by some of the things that presidents have done over the years. So your podcast, people can get it everywhere, right? Yeah, you can get it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, all that stuff. And of course, uh, we'll just put a link in the description so that you can easily find Not Your Father's Podcast and uh, listen to Jesse a little bit more there. All right, let's move now to an event that happened in 1987. It was the first condom commercial to air on the BBC. Uh, Okay, so when did they air here in the States? Well, a San Jose television station actually aired a commercial promoting responsible parenthood. Uh, I'll put that in air quotes uh, back in 1975. But the first network television station to air such a ad was in 1991. And that was on Fox. All right, let's uh, take a look at a couple of other events. In 1994, Sweden agreed to join the European Union. And in 2014, the Vatican, they installed showers for the homeless in the public restrooms. thought that was a pretty cool thing. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Joe Montaigne turns 73. Meta World Peace turns 41. Lando Norris is 21. Whoopi Goldberg is 65. Julia Michaels is 27. And Jimmy Kimmel is 53. That's your look at November 13th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. Make sure you also check out Not Your Father's Movies podcast uh, with Jesse, our guest today. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.